welcome to Weaver Beyond the Numbers, where Weaver professionals talk about business and accounting. We'll explore a wide variety of topics from tax law and accounting standard changes to managing cyber, fraud, financial, and operational risks. What do these issues mean to your business? Join us as we go beyond the numbers to find out. Hello and welcome to this episode of Weaver Beyond the Numbers. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, we're talking about making the most of charitable contributions. And joining me here on the podcast is Justin Reeves, partner in tax services at Weaver. Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Tyler. Absolutely. So today, we're talking uh, about making the most of charitable contributions. So for taxpayers that itemize deductions, what are the limitations on eligible cash contributions made in 2021? Yeah, so um, a few years ago, the uh, limits were raised to 60% of your adjusted gross income. Mm-hmm. But through some recent laws um, enacted in 2020 and carried over, taxpayers can actually, deducting cash to public charities, can give up to 100% of their adjusted gross income. The numbers are are, are still the same for, for non-cash donations and, and cash donations to uh, private foundations. Those remain at the, the existing limits, but Real great opportunity for taxpayers to give up to a hundred percent, almost unheard of, of their their gross income. Wow! So I imagine one of the questions that you get a lot is: Can taxpayers that don't itemize deductions receive any benefit for charitable contributions? They can, in fact. Um, it was for twenty twenty; they could give up to three hundred dollars and and deduct that against their income. Uh, for twenty twenty one, married couples can actually give up to six hundred. So they've they've doubled the amount for married couples. Mm. For uh, single taxpayers and married filing separate, it's still going to be three hundred for for twenty twenty one. So another great benefit for those that don't itemize. So, what are some additional techniques that individuals can leverage when it comes to when it when it comes to this particular area? Sure. So there's there's a couple of different techniques there, Tyler. So one would be just the the contribution of appreciated property, mm-hmm. capital gain property. So taking stock, for example, and donating that to either a donor advised fund or a public charity, and getting to donate or deduct the the fair market value and avoid a capital gain. Taxpayers can also do cash or property to a donor advised fund, um, which has been a pretty popular technique for a long time. Benefit there is that taxpayer can get a donation deduction all in one year, um, but then dole the the amounts out to charity over a period of years um, if they want or whatever period they choose. And and that that helps them and also helps the charities. Another uh, a little bit more advanced technique that that's popular right now um, is the use of charitable lead trusts. Taxpayers can potentially get a, a big charitable deduction and then have the ability to pass some, some transfer tax-free assets to their heirs, which is, is pretty pretty good deal right now. Yeah, yeah. So, Justin, tie a bow on this episode for us. What final reminders do you have for taxpayers making charitable contributions before the end of the calendar year? What sorts of things would you would you want to remind them of before we wrap this episode up? So, first of all, contact your your CPA at Weaver mm-hmm. uh, before you do any big gifts that are that are out of the ordinary. You know, I'd consider anything other than cash or you know running down to the goodwill potentially out of the ordinary. But even there, there's some things to watch out for. You know, if you talk to your your CPA. Let them know what you're planning on. They can make sure you're aware of different requirements for, you know, what what might need an appraisal um, because if you've already given the property away and nobody can value it, you're going to lose out. When you might need to get additional forms signed or included in your return, and and not everything is is that looks charitable is is actually charitable. You know, these GoFundMe things are really popular, and and those don't always cut it. So uh, you know, something for people to be aware of that. 
you want to make sure that it's going to qualify so you can get the most out of your donations. What's the best way for someone to get in touch with someone like you if they have questions, if they want to ask? Sure. So you can find us on online on weaver.com uh, through LinkedIn and, and just reach out directly. There you go. Justin Reeves, partner in tax services at Weaver. Justin, thanks for joining us on this episode of Weaver Beyond the Numbers. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of Weaver Beyond the Numbers. It's been a pleasure having you along with us. Of course, as you heard Justin mention, make sure to go to weaver.com for more information. If you have questions, if you want to reach out, if you want to learn more, go to weaver.com where they have a lot of resources there for you to educate yourself on different aspects of conversations like this. Of course, we have more podcast episodes there as well for you to enjoy. So stay tuned for upcoming episodes of Weaver Beyond the Numbers. But for this episode, for my guest today, Justin, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us. 